Hello! <laughs> I'm your host, Megan. And I'm your other host, Imogen. And this is Classically Awful. A Blake 7 podcast. Is it absolutely impossible? Yeah. Impossible. Okay. Well, You'll never know when we'll it was made. I'm actually pretty sure it was 1973 for reasons that will become apparent when we um, do our first episode because uh-huh. there's some time-specific stuff about it. And um, there was never anything more 1973 BBC than Blake 7, really. It's interesting because, I, I mean, Doctor Who had been around for a fairly long time by the time Blake 7 started and a lot of people compare the two um, probably justifiably. Well, it was influenced by Doctor Who. Um, and also Terry Nation, who wrote the original series, and I think a chunk of the second series was a writer for Doctor Who and created the Daleks. Oh, so, yeah. oh, there you go. So there has been some research undertaken here by about, you, by me, by me. My research consists of sitting down and watching the show. I think that's yeah. pretty much all I did. I mean, there are as parts of the show that we know off by heart. Yes. Now, um, we've got to stop ourselves from doing that because I can cut in bits of the show if yeah, I need to. Yeah, we can to. just recite big chunks of it. We don't um, actually need... No one who listens to this needs to actually watch the show because we could just recite it for you. Yeah, pretty um, much. Probably would be a little less interesting. Yeah, it's not as fun. It's not as not as classically awful. In fact, we're less classically awful, I think. Oh, I, well, well, we can probably work on that. Um, yeah, so why do you love Blake 7, Megan? Um... I've given this question a bit of thought and I really just, I, I cannot say, <laughs> there's, there's no logical reason to it. Um, it's no great secret that, you know, one of my, my great loves is Star Trek and I think during the course of this podcast, it's at, at, at times we're going to cross the streams. Um, it's, it's unavoidable um, and I know that you, and we haven't actually introduced you Oh yes, yet. my name's Imogen, by the way. Um, and I know that um, my sister, Imogen, we are sisters, by the way, in case you couldn't tell from the similarity in the voices. Um, my sister is a bit of a Star Wars fan. Uh, yes, you could say that. A little bit. She says, looking up at her uh, Stormtrooper helmet on the top of the bookshelf. Yes, there's that and the, and the lightsaber that is downstairs. Yes. Fully functional. Absolutely. To coin a Star Trek term downstairs <laughs> in the basement. Um, I, have, um, I have, for a longer period of time than my sister, embraced my nerdery. Uh, it's been a great joy to me to see Megan come into her own, as it were. And, and then some. And then some, yeah. So I think you outnerded me completely uh, on the Star Trek front. Details not... of our nerdery will emerge. Indeed, I think. I don't, I'm not sure I'm quite. Mind ready. you, you always were a closet nerd as a kid. I think that I mean you always did sit down and watch the nerdy things with me over and over again. Remember, we had the the the, the deep the the VHS sets of uh, Blake Seven 
back before. I think we didn't actually ever own those. No, like, we just we, borrowed them we from the, the video from store. The local video store. Over and, and over and over again. Well, no, I don't think we even ever returned them, and the local video store just didn't give a shit. Well, the local the local video <laughs> store was else, run by nobody else wanted it. Yeah, the local video store was run by an old fart who. Um, wow. Yes. Yeah. Mm, anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. That old fart. But yeah, um, <laughs> is he yes. dead now? He probably is. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. He is. But yeah, it was nobody cared. Nobody ever asked us for us. Nobody ever find us I think, when we returned them years later. I think that about the third or fourth time I borrowed the film version of Dune, uh, the lady behind the desk who used to write. This is how advanced this video store was. Oh, yeah. Used to write down the date that you'd borrowed a video. Um, on a yellow card with a pen. Yeah, it was like um, a ledger. Yeah, it was like a, a like a, like a tone. Uh, she wrote down the date that we borrowed it, and then she said to me in tones of exasperation, "Please don't keep it for six months this yeah, time." Yeah, that's right. Well, I think I don't. I'm not sure that Blake, Blake Seven ever went back before VHS was replaced as a format. Um, and, Very possible. And certainly, we um, do own between our households all of the box DVD sets, and they have been watched repeatedly but the good news for our listeners is that blake seven is available on youtube the whole lot of it all of it it's one two three and four series it's all out of copyright and it's actually not too bad uh an experience the quality isn't bad i watched the first episode on uh youtube just recently and it was perfectly totally fine really certainly as good as the vhs (laughs) yeah well our vhs has tended to get those little fuzzy lines across them because we reround we round our favorite uh, scenes over and over and over again, and yes, yeah, yeah. We're sounding a bit shameful now. Ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I'm not either. <laughs> There's so much to love about this show, and I suppose that's some one of the things that I wanted to get across in this sort of introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, is that uh, everything that I have to say, and I'm sure my sister as well, is comes from a place of love, absolutely, and respect for um, lots of things about this show. But that doesn't mean it's immune from criticism. We'll probably be having a little look at some Beckdale test aspects oh of uh, 70s sci-fi in um, the there were There were, I mean, the female characters are good, but yeah, yeah there, there aren't that many of them. There's some interesting things to observe, but look, I think it does pretty well, to be honest. Certainly, if you compare it, out, you know... Um, you know, if you line it right up against the original series of Star Trek, I think it does pretty good. Yeah, it's a lot less... Um, um, the people in it are a lot less likeable than the Star Trek characters, yeah. which I think is something we'll be talking about yeah. a lot as well. Yeah, and for Blake Seven Initiates, uh, it's a more dystopian, darker... Um, uh, it's not, you know, all unicorns and vomiting rainbows. It's it's a bit more dystopian, darker, um, bleaker future than is depicted in, in Star Trek. Um but that said, it is very derivative. Like, let's, oh, yeah. let's be honest. It, oh, yeah. There, I mean, you can't really, get... Yeah. It doesn't it's, really say an original thing. Mm, mm, uh, yeah, no, that's very true. But it's, it's, a, it's different to other science fiction shows at the time in that it is dark and the future it depicts is not one that we desperately want to be in. Um, I mean, and the whole premise is, of course, about Blake being a freedom fighter. Freedom so. fighter. And in fact, I looked him up on... Because I, I did do some research. When I looked Blake up, I'm so ashamed, the main protagonist... Um, in Wikipedia, when you look up sort of characters and things, they give you like the little bio of them and they call him, his name's Rog Blake, for all those who don't already know. And what do they call him? Hang on, let's Ca- just have a look. Played by the is indomitable Gareth uh, Thomas, Gareth who Thomas, unfortunately passed away a few R. years R. ago. I think the other year. Yeah. Um, the year before last, I think. Yeah, so really, really great actor of stage in particular, as we'll sort of talk about down the track. 
Um, and, you know, there's other things that he's been in. He's a bit of a, that guy if you watch any English television or movies or like sort of made for television movie type things. Um, so they've put him here, Rog Blake. And I think it was when I was thinking about that. Is they've called him species, human, and affiliation resistance. Resistance. That's that's what it is, and and um, that's the way um, Wikipedia categorises him. So therefore, it must be correct. Oh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's uh, sort of a little bit of an overview of. Well, not actually, doesn't tell you anything at all about Blake Seven. Just tells you why we like it. We like is... it because it's it's still cool. It was still sci-fi. I actually do remember watching it on actual television in the mid to late 70s um, when there was literally nothing on television in Australia. You know, we had four channels, three of them were commercial and shit. Um, one of them was the ABC, which almost exclusively sourced its stuff from the BBC. There was very little Australian content or American content. And the Australian work. content that there was is, I mean, I look back on some of the Australian content, like Australia, you're standing in it. And yeah. Oh, that was, was pretty good. good. It was great, but... You wouldn't. It wouldn't be allowed on TV now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, this, this, this is good old seventies racist Australia. Oh yes, extraordinarily. Um, well, Australia standing it was all right. They were pretty funny. Rod Quantock was funny. Anyway. Yes. Um, but yeah, some of the stuff on the commercial stations was just you know laughable. And so we watched a lot of BBC stuff, and this was great. The staples were things like the goodies and yeah, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. And... and Blake Seven was sort of the more grown-up thing that I got to watch after my younger sister was in bed. Sometimes. Well, I never saw it on actual TV, so I remember um, being it was a very special treat to be up late enough to watch Blake Seven. So well, it did have a few, it does have a fair few uh, adult themes. Yes. Um, so yeah. Some, Dodgy adult themes in places too. Very dodgy, and I mean, I didn't had we've totally forgotten about the um the, the almost boning scene in the very first episode. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's 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 surprising yes. and in its tone deafness in places. <laughs> very very funny. But um, I suppose the other thing that I wouldn't mind chatting about now, and the viewership or the listenership of this podcast is more than welcome to tweet in with other suggestions for bits and bobs we can do on the show. Uh, but my, I guess my. Some ideas that I have is obviously going to be seventies fashion and hair because uh, there's, there's so a, much of there's it. There's a lot of it, and it's it's out there. It's and very seventies. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good too. Like, I mean, mm. watching it back the first episode at least, it was it was pretty impressive. Like, it wasn't they didn't do a half-ass job of big chunks of it. No. They did a half-assed job of other chunks of it, but it wasn't too bad. Um, we did. I need to go into the budgetary uh, problems they had because, as you do notice fairly early on, that they very rarely change clothes once they get onto the Liberator. Yeah, that's true. But the, the costumes they do have are very sci-fi and spacey. Yeah, they're pretty apart good. from the flares, I suppose, I or the, the boot-cut cost, jeans. The costume designer, I think her name was Sheila Rees. Uh-huh. She was pretty good. Yeah, she, she was good. good. Um, There's some classic costumes that you'll yeah. see over and over again, and. and Come to love, I'm sure. Um, yeah, there's lots of shiny things. There are things that are buttony. There are things that are puffy. Yes. There are things that are um, shoulder paddy. There's um, there's some there's some good shit. There's some really good shit. Yeah, some really good shit in there. There I is agree. there is interesting hair. Very good hair. We can have yeah. a we can have a massive debate about the um the change of Callie's hair between season yes. one and season two because, oh my god, that was a bad decision on everybody's part. Um, Jenna's hair changes as Jenna's well. Hair, yeah, and Jenna's hair in season one is so it's good. Great. Anyway, yes, we will get into this very very in very and detail. And I don't think anybody really knew what to do with Gareth Thomas's afro. I would just sort of <laughs> leave it alone. 
Um, but yeah, there's, there, there could have been work there, but they, they get the hair pretty good too. Yeah, I think hair and makeup. Well, Servalan, of course, being so, I mean, that's her, one of her signature. Well, one of the, the main villain of the, of the piece has an amazing look, which yeah, we will discuss at great, great length. And which I'm going to be emulating the next few months for reasons that will no doubt emerge. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, anyway, those are sort of some of the, just a tip of the hat to some of the characters, but definitely hair, makeup, special effects. Can't go past it. This is pre, 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 pre CGI. It's pre CGI, and 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 as we've already touched on, the budget was not excessive. I reckon the budget was massive, and they just did not have the tools um, to make it look to make it look anything other than anything. janky. Just, I'm just remembering some of the ships, and oh, that episode where the two ships, spoiler alert, <gasps> bat into each other. Yeah, and it's. Oh, it is. You can. It's just so funny. It's two bath toys. Yes, yeah. Someone's on, on, just, a, on a wire on a, in front of a sparkly in front of a, sheet. In front of a styrofoam sheet. ball. Yeah, painted with a with, couple of styrofoam balls. Yeah, there's it's, a lot of styrofoam balls happening. I think it's pretty good. It's great, and but, it, it, it's it's sort of something you can take a great deal of delight in. Uh, the <laughs> the way they've managed to try to make a futuristic society that looks like. Oh, it was printed out on a dot matrix printer, basically. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's some good ones in the first episode. But the other thing that's some um, really interesting is is the tech and the and this and the techno babble. Mm. It's you know, it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Some of it, some of it, they actually nail down the track. I've, I've remembered now, like things like the earpods that we're listening to now. They, I'm pretty sure they nail that. I'm, I have to. Yeah. There's a lot by. of um. There's a lot of uh, stuff that we now have that. They have imagined as being futuristic and, and awesome, which and is yeah, great. Yeah, and while I was doing the research for this research, story, it inevitably led me down that rabbit warren, which is Star Trek, which I inevitably get led down. I, um, I don't know if you get led down it. I think you possibly lean towards dive it, into you dive it. into it head first and swim around. <laughs> but um, when I was doing that research, and when I when I say research, I mean Wikipedia. Yes. Um, they. I don't know if there are any academic papers on Blake Seven, so you're probably okay with just using Wikipedia. Well, yeah. We're up there. We're we're we're. I'm I'm heading down that path as they well. I can are, see. They? They probably, someone probably did their PhD on it. Career in academia for me for sure. Oh yeah, let's on get this into stuff. it. Um, but yeah, Star Trek apparently did inspire things like the touchscreen. Oh, and interesting. Stuff like yeah, that. they did. Apparently, I mean, I mean, I mean all those communicators. Don't write in. Don't write in. There's no. Don't at us. <laughs> don't, don't, don't at me. There is no writing in at the moment. That's probably something else we should mention. This is our first introductory app. Yes. And I, I'm happy to be tweeted at. I'm at Megalula. I am at Imogen Writes. My, my Twitter is slightly professional, but I do tend to tweet about nerdy things a lot, so... Yeah, Go whereas, ahead and at me. Whereas I've got like no followers. I don't follow anybody you follow except me. other Star Trek fans I follow and you. my sister. Yeah. So, um, you know. I if you want to be really frivolous, then you can tweet at Megalula. And if you want to be, you know, intellectual, oh, tweet at me. Oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> it was a joke. We will have an official uh, podcast Twitter at some point. At but some point. I need to do things with computers yeah, to make yeah. that happen. And, um, the, I mean, we've also been talking about... Oh, so, so more segments. So, so we need to do special effects. Special effects and clothes. And I think we were talking about... Uh, one of the wonderful things about the show is the uh, parade of actors that come on that are recognisable. And if you are at all familiar with British television or, or film... Star Wars. Or Star Wars, then you will have a, um, a great time spotting characters and uh, actors... Card actors... Who have been in things you know and love. Specific Star Wars is a big one. They actually 
shared a lot of cast members between Blake Seven Isn't and Star Wars. Raker from the first yes. episode, he's in Star Wars. He's in Star Wars. He's one of the yeah. um, Imperial. Oh, because they're in, they're British, obviously, um, and Star Wars sort of did did did, did the. Uh, for some reason, to be evil, you had to be British. You had to be English, yes. You had to have a British accent to be evil. So they um, recruited a lot of BBC actors. Yeah, so it's the first place we'll be crossing the strains. Yeah, We'll be Star like, Wars. that guy, that guy, that guy. Yeah. And, and, and be... uh, Riker, Riker, who is uh, in an early episode and, uh, well, fairly imperial when it gets down to it. He's yeah, not a particularly but nice I think person. he basically just got the uniform. Yeah, switched the uniform, the uniform around. Uniform. On 1973, so this is before Star Wars. Yes. So... Yeah. so yeah, interesting They times. do look a little bit younger. Hmm. Um, so we'll be doing like a that guy sort of segment. Yeah. Um, we'll be doing sort of best and worst acting performances because this, this show hits highs and lows, like in like almost within frames. <laughs> it's <laughs> yes. just hilarious. You've got in one take somebody acting the absolute shit out of something, doing capital A acting, and then it'll I cut to some doofus who's just so bad at it. And not because they're bad actors. Not um, always. Sometimes they are. Bad. Sometimes they are. But it's because this is this was shot on a set. It's a sci-fi thing. It's sort of cinematic in its ambition, I think. But these are stage actors for the better part. Yep. In particular, the main cast, they're all RSC um, actors, well, you yeah. know? Well, Shakespeare. That's what Gareth Thomas did when he left Blake Seven after se- – oh, spoiler alert – when he left Blake Seven <laughs> at some point, um, he went just back to the RSC to be a stage actor because that's what he was trained at and what he was good at. Um, and they are all, I mean, they're all excellent actors. And, for sure. Uh, you Pushes. See them, uh, you see them go off. And in parts they get to shine and in other parts they have to work with uh, polishing turds because the scripts can be oh, a little man. clumsy. Yeah. Um, although, you know, no all credit to Terry Nation and, and the writers who... Did a good job most of the time. Yeah, this was my other bit of research that I did. Terry Nation, who's the creator of the Daleks, for with Doctor Who, he um, over-committed to create, doing the episodes for the first two seasons and could only really deliver the concepts or the outlines and it was Chris Butcher who knocked them into shape and did lots of the dialogue. Some of the dialogue he did great, you know, really good, very, very beautifully written. Some of it is just ham and cheese. Just for particular characters, and I mean, I suppose that's part of character development. And you know, this yeah. is this is the this is the clown. This is the Machiavellian one. This is the freedom fighter. This is the you know whatever. They have they are very good stereotypes. So, yeah, I mean, you, you yeah. can you can see a whole heap of tropes that I mean we wouldn't have been talking about in 1973. Sort of get there um, quickly. Yeah, start off. It's funny, isn't it? Because I just remembered that um, when we heard about Firefly coming out, and both of us just went, "That's just Blake Seven. Yeah, that's right. It is very Fireflyish. Yes, it's like it's like a proto Firefly. Um, I will yeah. risk uh, ridicule by saying I like it better than Firefly, but I just think just just because Joss Whedon doesn't like nice things. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he kills mm, people. That's he right. Mind you. So does spoiler. Yeah, it's all right. People die in this one. It's not yeah, like Star it's Trek. Not, yeah. And they're not just rando red shirts like in Star Trek. It's People do peg it. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting when we get to people dying, I suppose we'll talk a bit more about that. But mm. yeah, it's, it's, it's darker, that's for sure. Um, sometimes it's absolutely ridiculous. Sometimes it's very dark and sometimes it's halfway between. Yeah. It's a it's, really, it's just, I mean, we loved nice. it when we were kids and re-watching a few episodes just to get prepared for this. I was absolutely blown away by how well it's aged, I think. Yeah, that's true too. And this is not something that's been remastered or anything. Like, they, they did know what they were doing at the BBC 
in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and it was pretty groundbreaking at the time um, and it was inspired by Star Trek, the original series and they had big shoes to fill, I they guess, did, yeah. as well. I mean, I think that the production, the product, I think that you can obviously see that Star Trek, the original series, had more money behind it. Um, but I think what, given what they were given, they did a fantastic they job. They were pretty resourceful, that's for sure. Um, and what else are we going to talk about? Um, yeah, so hair, special effects, script, acting, um, Bechdel test. Um, I want to have, I'll just quickly put it out there. This podcast is partly inspired by my favourite podcast, which is <laughs> The Greatest Generation, um, co-hosted by Ben Harrison and Adam Pranica. And um, so I would like to just... just Big disclaimer first, I might be appear to be quite influenced by the way that they present the show because they're kind of like the people that I listen to the most and have listened to the most over the um, last I'm couple of years. I'm up to season two. Yeah, and I've just um, got my sister Very much enjoying it. a friend of DeSoto as well, which is what fans of The Greatest Generation are called. Um, give it a listen. It's awesome. It is very... If you're, if you're um, a fan of Star Trek or even if you're not a fan of Star Trek, it, it's... Yeah. It is very amusing. It might make you a fan of Star Trek, which and these guys put. I don't off, know if that's what their aim is, but yeah. these guys will put us to shame too because they actually know their shit when it comes to production value. Hey, hey, hey! I'm going to learn everything okay. there is. Like I am going to be the best. She'll at be that. directing I am going to be and the producing best. video before this. Podcast I mean, I've got a, I've got a microphone up. and everything. I'm so fucking professional. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we are, we are, we are nailing it today. Yeah. We really are. We're gonna, we should Pinterest ourselves, nailing <laughs> no, it at being no. podcasters. Um, so yeah, that, so just a tip of the hat to them, and to say while I'm going to be influenced, I'm hoping to find our milieu here, um, and that there's no affiliation between us and them. Um, and not trying to nick any of their ideas or approaches, though some things will creep in. Just well, there's definitely going to be dick jokes. It's still sci-fi. There's definitely going to still be dick jokes. There's um, definitely there's going to be quite a lot of yeah, opportunity for and, dick jokes. I mean, it is still a sci-fi show that we're doing a podcast on. Yes. Where we might diverge down the track, I might be talking a bit too much now. Well, the other thing that we will do, um, Greatest Generation style, is we will be partaking of podcast fluid. Which yes. um, today is ginger beer. It's so, alcoholic ginger beer, alcoholic which ginger mine beer. is empty, so excuse yeah. me while I get We're just going to refill that one. I don't know where I put them. Um, so we'll do podcast fluid. Um, not every time. Um, well, it depends on what time of the day. It's past midday here in Australia, so we're allowed. Um, so, yeah, we're doing podcast fluid, and we probably will do a version of, um, you know, it's a, the, the that guy moment, I think, that we've referred to. Like, who is the person in this show? Well, I think, spoiler alert for the next couple of out. episodes, there's a particular character who might think coming it will up be... quite soon that you just can't You can not. hear me pouring yeah. my podcast awesome food. Podcast food. Um, so this is a nice little... This is Krabby's alcoholic ginger beer. We've just had the good one. We're getting worse in one direction. We're going from expensive to less expensive. This is not very alcoholic either. This is only like 2% or like well, 4% or something. got to pick up kids from school and stuff yeah, later. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, we'll be having a sort of a that guy, that moment, a what-the-fuck moment potentially. I think a what-the-fuck were they thinking when they either wrote this into the script or decided to shoot it this way. Oh, or... my God, yes. There's so many of them, though. That's the problem yeah, we have to have. going to be the problem. But I'm just saying that the, the, the what-the-fuck moment in the f- well actually we've I think I've already yeah. got my what the fuck moments yeah. in the first two episodes yeah, because me too. and yeah. look there are no no spoilers no not going to disabuse anybody of this notion that there are some absolute 
perky episodes. Oh my god, yes. There's some shockers. There are some real shockers that I, I mean, I have only seen season four once, um, and that was a fairly long time ago. Uh, because I literally could not make yeah. myself watch it again, um, which could be interesting when we get round to season four, because season four has got some very good episodes, but I think Probably in the end yeah. was more... I can't think of one. I can't think of a good episode in season four. Season four could be quite good comedy-wise. I think that... Um, yeah, no, I can't really think of one. Oh, the last one. The very the last, last episode. One, but they had to do that, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. We've got sort of, I think there's 54 episodes all up. I think it's... Let me... Ch- actually, I've got a computer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, so we had a bit of a technical did, difficulty there. We did a Google and... I 52 was, episodes yeah. there are. And we discussed the fact that that's one for every week of the year, yeah. but we're probably not going to do one a week. Depends. Depends. So they are an hour each, yes. like a solid hour, like 53, 54 minutes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little bit more content to cover and it's pretty dense with the, all the things that we can potentially talk about with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, and I think that we'll probably end up spending more time on certain episodes. I know there's one in particular mm. in season two that is pretty much my favourite episode Yeah, that I will be waxing lyrical about although that's an hilarious episode because half of it is my favorite episode the other half is really terrible yeah and there's lots of a and b story stuff going yeah. on and um yeah like i will be doing some research about some of the actors and please stuff do like that because yeah. it's it's kind of interesting like you wonder what's happened to these people it's a little time capsule of people who did stuff you know, yeah and yeah. Were, were, were part of a thing and that thing is now out of copyright, mercifully for us. Yes. And um, we like the thing. We do like the thing. We want the thing to keep going and to have a podcast that keeps the thing going. I, I, I would really like merch. Yes. <laughs> I want Blake 7. I've yes. been wanting a Blake 7 t-shirt since I was about 10 right. years old. I think I know how I can make that so... Just cross the make it for a second. I think I can make that happen. So mm, stay tuned to watch this space. There might I mean, be I've only merch. got like 52. I've only got 52, you know, sci-fi t-shirts. Sci-fi t-shirts. So I, I need a few more. Yes. I've only got about seven or eight Star Trek t-shirts and I do probably need to up my game a bit. Yeah. You need regard. some diversity in there. Oh, I don't know. You're making this cross the streams oh, enough the, already. No, no, diversity in your nerdism um, stops you from being quite so... Yeah. But isolated. <laughs> isolated at parties. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Isolated at nerd parties. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what else are we going to do with it? We're going to yeah, probably, probably fortnightly, something like that. But also I'm not toying with the idea. And here's a tip, uh, just a quick tip of a hat to another podcast. No one can know about this um, who do um, themselves playing every single Final Fantasy game. They are hilarious lads. And they actually do videotape and tape themselves watching or playing Final Fantasy. Yeah. So that might be something that we do, do down a the track. Just where do we, a fifth, where it's we our watch favourite one. one where we can recite it anyway. Yes. Or we could just put on a little play. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and just do it ourselves. I'm not sure about that. Me doing interpretive Blake Seven dance. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not trying to think who I. I mean, we did quote every. Ave online multiple yeah. times. We could probably just string together every single Ave online. Yeah, I think we should probably just flag here too that we're kind of both Avon fangirls. Yeah. And Paul Darrow is uh, alive and well and recently has been in an episode, not recently, maybe, maybe last year, has been in an episode of a show called Toast of London. And in that show, Crossing the Streams, is Shazad Latif who plays Lieutenant Ash in Discovery. Disco. So there you go. It is a tiny, tiny little sci-fi world. 
Um, um, Darrow and Latif did not share a scene, but that's good enough for me. Yeah, it's good enough for me. It's good enough. Um, yeah, I think that's that's all we need for an intro. I think that's right. I'll cut. I'll cut some really quite, cool shit in there. Quite long. But I needed to. I felt the podcast thought is doing its work, and I'm yeah. feeling quite chatty now. Uh, well, we'll we better shut you up now. Then. <laughs> um, yes, and we'll. We will add in some extra bits about how to get in touch with us officially uh, and probably some music. Yeah, um, I'm, still, is going I'm going to try and become on... a, an audio whiz in the next couple of months, so I'll see how that goes. Uh, but thanks for joining us. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you May enjoy. Nerdery know as few bounds as, as our nerdery knows. As Megan's speaking from the from the point of view of someone who is letting the boundaries down, and almost would, mine have never really existed. I'm sort of yeah, I'm, I'm a more freshly minted total nerd. Mm, yeah, I'm than, so proud, so oh, proud. Oh, so nice. <laughs> okay, we'll see okay. you again oh, soon. Oh, no, oh, what was it? We need to we need a name for the podcast. I think classically awful. I hate classically awful. Um, I think I, classically awful. I had another idea too. Um, which I th- occurred to me on the drive over here, but now I've forgotten what it is. So let's stick with classically awful for the moment, and yes. if we need to start it up again, because there's an Avon quote that might be really good. There's lots of Avon quotes. Know, what do you want to be, rich or dead? Yeah, uh, nah. Nah. Okay, all right. All right, let's call it classically awful. Classically awful. A Blake 7 podcast. With Megan and Imogen. That's right. The nerds. 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 The nerds.